Well, it's a dynamic duo, we'll be back again. Nothing back with DJ, you better pack it in. You're lacking sense, trying to tangle with us. Scoop of a big black booty's in the back of the bus to smack you. You're stealing your lunch, money to search. Ready to feel like just a touch. Only by the end of the day, that's understandable. What can I say? You got strong man to be. Mind, mind, I don't understand why there's so much fucking angst and... Because it's all-star. Oh, my God, Andrew Wiggins is an all-star. He played really well. He's on one of the best teams in the Western Conference. And uh, and an entire country is pulling for him because he's been an absolute fucking failure his entire career. He's popular in some kind of way that Kyrie is, inexplicably popular with the youth. Korea, did you did you see that little wrinkle, which is just genius from Golden State? So the the Golden State PR guys got a Korean K-pop star to um, do this little partnership thing with Wiggins, and uh, he's like been Instagramming and tweeting and talking about how good Wiggins has been playing this year, and evidently the fan vote from Korea was massive. <laughs> and it's oh, just like- um, Dame Lillard was was I think uh, this Blazers patrolling that with Dame Lillard because one of the members of not BTS I presume it is who's the yeah. big the the most welcome back to our basketball podcast we're talking about K-pop um, <laughs> and said that Lillard you know the Blazers and Lillard were his favourite players because he likes underdogs and he, he he posted this video that didn't at all look like a, a fucking hostage video saying how how appreciative he was and. How much of a fan he was of BTS. Because if you've li- listened um, to And it, then he went off and had elective surgery, so I didn't have to fucking deal with this shit anymore. I was going to say, you, you know, there's lots of K-pop in Lillard's beats on, on, in his music. You know, he's a massive fan. Yeah, yeah. I've, yes. <laughs> hey, K-pop helps, helps pay my sister-in-law's bills, so let, let, let's be kind. Uh, no, look, I, if, if you're... What's the... What's the uh, Golden State's PR dude's name, Ra- Raymond Ritter, I think his name is. Like, if you can game the system, yes. game the system, man. Like, get that dude paid. Yeah. But why doesn't, I mean, given that, I mean, that, that spot probably would have gone to Clay if Clay had been around for the whole season, but mm. Wiggins is an entirely legitimate, acceptable fucking all-star uh, there has of, the, been, of, of the, the season that we've seen. Like, I love Kyle Korver, but under all... <laughs> Under every definition of the of the word all star, Wiggins is a better choice of all star than Kyle Corver is. Who was comparing him to Kyle Corver? Oh no, I'm just saying. Like, there's there's been worse players that have made an all star team than Andrew fucking Wiggins. There'll definitely be worse worse players who make an all star team this year. Yeah, maybe that the, the the league is really fucking deep. Like. When you think of the players that aren't going to be in the All-Star game and you're still going to have an awesome, you know, top 10 or 12, like, man, the, the, the league is deep at the moment with, like, I don't think they should be worried about LeBron, uh, you know, falling off a cliff the same way that they did when Jordan did. Like, there is some, there's a lot of different styles and different types of guys, you know, like from Jokic to Ja Morant. Like, you couldn't think of two more different players, but they're both electrifying in their own way. 
Um, yeah, there's usually one, like looking at the, the third lot of fan returns, there's usually somebody in the top 10 of either the front court or the guards for either the West or the East who you'd think, you know, Azaza Pachulia style, mm. what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. But there are no, there's nobody uh, in the in those. I mean, you got LeBron, Jokic, Wiggins, Paul George, Davis, Draymond, Mello, Cat, Rudy, Aiton, Curry, Morant, Donkic. I'm going to name all these people: Clay, Booker, Russ, CP3, Donovan Mitchell, Lillard, Edwards. I regret doing this. That's just the West. But there's nobody there who you'd you, say you couldn't, you couldn't make an argument. For. No, no, those people don't. Literally don't. I mean, Mello is a is a Laker and a, and a fan vote special, but, but I mean, he's, it's, it's a he's fucking all star game. He's a legacy vote too. Like he has been a star yeah. for a very long time, and it's a little bit like the year they put Dirk and and Wade in yeah. as the fourteenth player. Like he he's sort of getting that style of vote. I, I'm I can understand that. That's a lot better than yeah. it, like you said, the Zaza year or, or yeah. You know, and, and that's but, why they've they've gamed the system now so that the fan vote can't be you can't get somebody in alone. Um, the thing about I mean Mello and also Mello knows his way around an All Star game. He's played on enough exhibition games. He's played enough Olympic basketball. He's played enough All Star games that that he will fit in where he can fit in. He's not going to demand the ball. He's actually he'd be a pretty um, calming and comforting presence at an All Star game. You know he, he he certainly wouldn't be a hassle at all. Um, and, and he, uh, he he scored some fantastic basketball scores today because uh, now in R- Russell Westbrook's new role as facilitator, <laughs> I'm I'm not getting as excited as the Lakers um, uh, uh, the, the, beat, uh, beat writers and so yeah, forth. I but say. I can see I, I was I actually tweeted at one point that I I just saw an incredibly fluid move by the Lakers involving the, the, the rattling it around the perimeter and Russ flinging it to Mello to take a three from the top of the arc and draining it. And I thought, this must be a harbinger of the end of the fucking day. Just end days must be coming if, if the Lakers are suddenly playing movement basketball uh, on, on the perimeter. They still lost to the Hornets, though. <laughs> they did. Russ, I mean, Russ got 30 in the final half and, mm. and he... he he went out the way he, he you know, it's a little bit like uh, Baggio's missed penalty in the '94 World Cup. You know, uh, he took him out, but he got him there in the first place. So the the, the standings. He, is, he took him out to playing the same way he he, he got him there. The, the standings are super interesting, though. Like you you would have been put in an insane asylum if you said the top three in the East halfway through the season will be the Heat, the Bulls, and the Cavs. <laughs> I'd like to think that that uh, public mental health policy is a little bit more understanding than that. <laughs> people, people who have slightly obscure takes about basketball, but yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the Heat are not not only first in the in the East; they're first by a game and a half. Mm-hmm. They're actually a little, you know, they're starting to gap. Well, that's the thing. Like they've been, you know, playing with a bunch of randoms and ten days and. Kyle Lowry rocking up and asking everyone who their name is, and all of a sudden they got yeah. their players back, and it's like, well, we're actually pretty good. But Here then, we go, yeah. And, and then, like, the, the 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 funny thing is though, like this year in the East could be like pick your poison because if the you could score the Bucks, the Nets, and the Sixers at full strength, depending, I guess, what happens with Simmons, but. Like you could run into you, you could run into one of those teams in a six seed and get absolutely pants because all of a sudden they're healthy or 
worked out how they were playing. Though someone, I can't remember who it was this week, said, wouldn't it be funny if the Nets drew the Raptors in the first round and Kyrie couldn't play any games because he's not allowed to go to Canada? Yeah. Um, that would be hilarious. That would be fucking hilarious. I'm um, hoping that happens. I'm seriously hoping that yeah, happens. That would be that. That would be the, um, you know, it, the, it would require Brooklyn to drop into the play, and I think. Uh no, but uh, let's not worry about it, let's it, not it worry probably, about permutations because it probably this would shit changes by the day. The the Raptors to go on a bit more of a run and get up to like six, you know, the four, the six three series, I guess, is more. Yeah, possibly. Although Brooklyn don't look that close, you know, they're not, they're not they've lost three on the bounce. They're not, yeah. not going particularly well just at the moment. The, the East is super compressed too. Like, yeah, uh, at least yeah. I mean, it's they're down to four and a half games seven. down to seventh, yeah. which is Charlotte, who who got the dub today against the Lakers, who might not get an All Star and will be rightly pissed. I reckon if the Celtics get one or two and they get yeah, none. but yeah, but th- th- then you get you get your players a week off. Yeah, that's right. Um, and also, it means when your players are less likely to hit their bonus target, so they're cheaper. Uh, Cleveland. Mm. What the fuck, man? I don't understand. I've well, never understood. They just keep losing players, and they just keep playing. Fucking, they're eight and two in their last ten. They're they're fucking two games behind Miami, at the top of the West. Well, so, they beat someone- the shit out of the Bucks this week. I mean, they're just not. None of this makes any fucking sense. Well, someone pointed out how many nineteen-year-olds have ever come into the league as a difference maker on defense. Like, you see plenty of 19-year-olds who can come in and make a difference on offense. You know, Luca, mm. um, like even Edwards. so Ed- good on defense. Edwards. But Mobley is just like, oh, yeah, I'm 19 and I'm, like, channeling Kevin Garnett cloned with um, Duncan. You know, I'm skinny, but I'm super mobile and I just don't really care and I can switch on anyone so we can play three bigs because I can essentially defend fives and twos all at the same time. Yeah. Um, Kevin Love's discovered that, you know, six man is actually not a bad position. I'll come in and shoot a hit. Kevin three. Love is, is is everyone's favourite vet, which is absolutely the opposite of what we would have expected given that he, he basically has been having an extended um, mental health break since uh, the last time the, the, the Cavs lost a finals game. Um. Oh, I, I sort of sort of want the finals to start now, just to see how like some of these teams wash out, because everyone's going to go. Oh, the Bulls and Cavs probably won't win, you know, or the Hornets probably won't win a first round. But they also like the Bulls and the Cavs were supposed to be seven, eight, nine, ten sort of space. I don't um, know. A lot of people thought the, the Cavs had a lot to them. Now the the nobody sorry, a lot of people thought the Bulls had a lot. Bulls, to them. yeah. Nobody yeah. thought the Cavs had it. Nobody thought the Cavs had shit. And but, then, um, and then at the bottom of the table, the Hawks look like they've sorted some shit out. <laughs> and yes, they're, they're coming they're one for, six on the trot. They're, they're coming from a long way back. But if you, if they finished ninth or tenth in that playoff, you would not want to be the seven or eight seed. I don't. Oh, reckon. look, I think I think they'll they'll finish further up than that because they're they're literally they're, they're eight and a half games back of mm. first, and so is the team tenth, which is Washington. And Toronto are seven and a half games back, so it's they could, and Boston are the same, so they they could probably get past those guys and end up eighth at least. 
would the wizards... And when they trade for Ben Simmons. Yeah, I was going to say, when the wizards... Are, are the wizards, like, we've got to get something for Beal? Like, it's gone so, it's gone sideways? Shall we just... I think this is just, as good as it's going to get for, for the wizards. Yeah, are we going to bite down and send, send Beal to, to the 76ers and take Simmons back? And, like, at least have a go? Like, you got him under contract for four years? I don't think it's I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Like I just don't know where the Beals ever gain to get you out of that seven, eight, nine. And is he is he going to stay? I, like I literally have no idea. Why not have I'll a crack? I've got more Simmons. faith in Beals staying because he he just doesn't have the vibe of somebody who's who's keen to leave unless unless he gets traded. Yeah. I'm just not sure what Ben Simmons does for Washington because yeah, he can facilitate, but what's he got around him? Uh, you're kind of waiting for all the extra, uh, the other parts to be sort of strung around him so that he can be I, I, the. I, I guess the thing is, right, Beal can walk at the end of this year. Simmons is there for another four or yeah. three. I think it's three after this year. So at least yeah, you but get. Because of that, you're going to have to give. It's going to have to be Beal and stuff. And some of that stuff is going to weaken oh, their ability I, to, I, to I put anybody around them. I don't think so. I think it's the other way around. What you think, you think a year of. You know, six months of Beal and and the right to re-sign him is worth well, the same as a, a full a, a full fat Ben Simmons under contract you, if, for years. But if I you're don't know Be- about that man, if you're Beal and you get to play with Embiid, who's just like an absolute monster, and you've never played with someone that good, are you lit- are you going to walk in free agency <laughs> to somewhere else? Oh, I don't reckon. I reckon if the 76 ers traded for him, he's he's not going anywhere. Like. He's never played with someone that good. Like even yeah, but you wall, can't, even wall you can't guarantee peak. that in the trade. No, no. So what he what he ends up choosing to do isn't what you trade for in in the trade. You say, look, we're only getting a year of this guy. We want more stuff. Yeah, and yeah. And- Ex- except Simmons, oh, I know more. He thinks Simmons is still like, you know, one of the top twenty players and should be treated as such. But the the dude hasn't played. Like, I I I literally want him to be traded because. I don't think it's healthy for him to um, just to be sitting around not playing. I, I don't. I uh, the the moral way of what the seventy sixes are doing, both for Embiid and for Simmons, I think is pretty rough. Like that. It's Daryl Morey. What the yeah. fuck would you expect? Yeah. Um, and while Embiid is saying the right things, I also think it's it's just really dumb to waste. You know, basically an MVP level. Like he looks like he's fit and he can and he can take the minutes and and he's having yeah. an uninjured season. I mean, yeah, how many so uninjured seasons, seasons has are he going to get? Like, so what? So what? You let him do this. Maybe he wins MVP, and then next year he plays thirty games because he hurts himself. Like this might be your window. Don't fucking waste it. Yeah. Like if if, if I was Maury, I'd be really bold and say, you know, we want. We'll give you Simmons and Tobias Harris for uh, nobody wants Tobias Harris. That's the problem. Is that, is that Coo, it, Coo, give then us, it's a give salary us, dump? Give us Kuzma and Beal. Like Kuzma, Beal, and and Bead is. Give us all the bits that the Lakers traded yeah, to get to us. All the bits that were important, apparently. Given that without uh, Kuzma and KCP and, and Trez, the the Lakers are well, they were pretty crap last year. Anyway, but the year before they were pretty good. Meanwhile, my sons just keep rolling along, not making any waves. One nine in a row, uh, three and a half yeah. games clear in, in first. Like 
I saw a little bit of the, of the game they played today, and I could only see a little bit of it because they were playing in fluorescent orange, and the Timberwolves were playing in fluorescent green, and it was a fucking. <laughs> it's like it a, was a psychedelic experience. It's it like gave the me Miami Miami jersey extrapolated out into two two jerseys. Oh, it was it was it was like it was like worst case fucking BBL. It was like Thunder v Scorchers. It, it was a bit much. Under lights on a, on a very extremely well lit basketball court, uh, but yeah, Phoenix Phoenix are just just powering away to the one. Golden State are uh, are cruising along to the two. Memphis are up to three. Uh, they beat Utah today, and Utah are fourth. But now a now a full ten games back. I mean, being ten games back of the one seed in the East would have you somewhere around not um have will have you thirteenth place down with Indiana. So uh, it tells you quite how how stretched out it is in the West. How how much the the top yeah, three have gapped everybody. There, there's definitely tiers in the West, right? There's like a top there three. Is now, yeah. There's like a middle three, and then there's seven to ten. That's true. And previously, Utah, when they weren't injured, were in that top three, but then they dropped into that second tier of yeah. the. Um, in fact, the top three are are kind of a first, second, and third with gaps between them now. Um, yeah. And then you've got that that middle three who are all very close: Utah, Dallas, Denver. And then you've got the two LA teams and the Timberwolves, and then you you drop away to Portland, and then you drop further away to the Spurs and and the Pelicans and the Kings, and then the uh, OKC and Houston, who apparently are turning up to play basketball, but um, it's hard to tell sometimes. Uh, well, are we going to get the traditional Kings Kings uh, panic trade this year? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Maybe the Kings and Knicks could just swap a whole heap of players and see what, see what happens. Yeah, I, I can start to see some of the Knicks optimism on my timeline wane, and it's it's yeah. really sad. They've it's, lost three. They're, they're, they're four games below five hundred, and I think they re, they realise that there's they're only two games out of the eight seed. But yeah. Yeah, the the, the the Hawks are coming and, and you know, the Raptors are starting to get their shit together and the Celtics are not going to suck. You know, they're and their be coach refuses to play anybody who's new or different. Yeah. I mean, they traded for Cam Reddish and Tibbs has barely played him at all. <laughs> Which must just make Cam super happy considering he, like, went, he went to, there to he, get he, minutes. Yeah, he went to ownership or, or went to the front office and said, look, I'd like to go somewhere where I can... I could get some more stuff. And they're like, look, mate, absolutely. We accommodate our players. We try and do the right thing. <laughs> Go and play for Tibbs. <laughs> that's like, oh, that's hilarious. Like, if he wanted, you know, like, they should have traded him to the Thunder if he wanted to play minutes. Like, uh, the, the, the Thunder are the best team for trying really hard, playing in close games where you actually are competing for wins but then losing, so you still get yeah. I thought they were going to win today. They were up, and and now I see that they've lost seven on the on the bounce. So yeah. clearly they didn't win today. But but they but they lose by less than ten all the fucking time. Like it's amazing how that they'll be leading in the third quarter and then just can't quite get it together. Um, I, I I still have I still have great optimism that they can become. The next Grizzlies, I look at I look at their pieces and go, you know, if if they jag a Desmond Bain, um, they could be away. You know, tr- trade for a, a a Stephen Adams type player. 
Next, <laughs> next year. Oh, no, I know. Train oh, no. for Stephen Adams. Again. Train for Stephen Adams, yeah. Stephen Adams is is um, a healthy, engaged, you know, passing out of the out of the high post. Stephen Adams is part of the reason Memphis are as good as they are. Mm. Uh, I'm going to take the other side of that bet. I think OKC okay, so will be tra- be crap forever. They're going to they've ended up in a in a um, uh, a 76ers death spiral. And they're well, never going to get it. They, they've just got a world of second round picks, and they're never never going to get out of it. It, it depends, right? And, if and they, they'll if send they tr- the team back to back to Seattle as oh, they should. The, that that would be great. Like giddy giddy in a Seattle jersey would. I, I would lay down my one hundred and eighty bucks for for a giddy Seattle jersey. Like now, that it's green and gold. It's it's close enough. Um, what, what's with the what's with the Jokic? Uh, Skepticism, hate—I don't know what it is, but man, there's so many people down because he's Jokic. a because he's a fat Balkan dude. It's got nothing to do with anything other than that. Like, uh, I don't think it diminishes M- the season that Embiid's having to say that Jokic is just fucking amazing. Like, I love watching the dude play. It's just nuts. I, I think you're all the time. I think you're in a minority there. But I don't understand. How can you not enjoy watching him play? He is, he is a really enjoyable player to watch. And I think a lot of the people that are down on him don't actually watch the Nuggets. And that might just be a function of it's so hard. So they're 98% of basketball fans. Well, it's hard to watch Nuggets games, right? Like even Nuggets fans can't watch Nuggets games yeah. because they're, they're, their home but games aren't televised. Also, they're the Denver Nuggets. Nobody yeah. gives a fuck about them who isn't in Colorado. Yeah, it's it's fucking idiots like me that just yeah. like watching obscure, you know, basketball players that, that that like that sort of stuff. So Yeah. You are you are have got your hipster hat on. I mean people do not like <laughs> general basketball fans are not That's conditioned right. to they, they enjoy would... what, what Jokic does, which is just to plot about, throw a few miracle balls, um, throw a few kind of floppy skyhooks up. Yeah. You know, he's not a he's is not uh, he doesn't he doesn't look like a rolling ball of knives like uh, Russell Westbrook coming down the lane. Mm. That's right. He he looks like your your dad playing against a teenage son. Well, actually, that- no. Dirk used to look like that. Yeah. Jokic looks like he looks like your drunk uncle. I would not be surprised if if he has played at least one game in his career, you know, with a few vodkas under oh, his for sure. belt. A bit of well, fucking. One of the senior bathtub fucking moonshine. One of the out back of fucking uh, Belgrade. One of the senior players that I played with, like you know, ex Queensland, ex Australian players I played with early in my career. We were going down to a like a club game, like a, like a high level club game, and he's like, "Have you ever played Stone Beezer? And I'm like, "Fuck no!" He's like, "Oh, it's awesome." We the whole the whole Queensland team played Stone. One game, and we played the best we ever played. I'm <laughs> just like, ah, oh, amateur sport. Don't you love it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's uh, NBA guys who've played on acid. Oh, for sure. There was, it was definitely a baseball player, a baseball pitcher who threw a no hitter on acid. Well, that that makes sense, right? Because it helps you, you know. If if it sort of gets you into a world where all you're thinking about is the ball and being one with the ball, but that I makes sense. That's not what you're seeing. You're just seeing all kinds of shit, and you're still needing your locator ball, you know, in a yeah. But maybe a postage stamp. Maybe it lets your body do stuff unconsciously while your brain is off doing other things. You know, mm. all all that muscle memory just works by itself without your brain interfering and and getting in the road. Yeah, that that makes I suspect, sense. I suspect they're not going to allow it in Formula One. No. <laughs> 
that would be an interesting experience. So conservative. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, there's no problems there with few, seeing, seeing different guys who used to like a bit of a little a bit of gear. Yes, and Anthony Govert, wherever you are, well, he tended to like the harder stuff. Uh, it's um, I'm finding it a little bit strange having a competitive Ashes series. Um, it's not a feeling I'm used to. I'm not sure well, whether I like it. <laughs> It's well, not that competitive, and it's going to get rained out anyway because Adelaide. Oh, Canberra. Where are we, Canberra? Who cares? Canberra, I think. It's two for 12. I was like, it, it, but it is another one of those, like, uh, other than uh, Heather Knight, it was another one of we bowled really well and then our batsmen are fucking shit um, sort of uh, performances. But, yeah, no, I've been watching a bit of that game. Quite enjoy it. Uh, uh, I haven't seen a lot of it, I have to admit. Is that all our basketball takes? Have we got anything else before All-Star? I haven't written anything else down. I suppose who who's going to be... So the, the All-Star starters were announced and it's... Um, but, of course, Durant will have to drop out. So the, in the East, it's it's Durant, Giannis, Giannis, uh, Embiid, Trey, and... And then in the West, it's LeBron, uh, your guy, the, the floating loaf of bread. Wiggins, Curry, and Char. Um, you imagine Harden comes in for Durant. I think he's probably the next highest vote getter. Although they may need, they may consider Durant a front court player. They may want to pick somebody from the front court. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised with the Bulls at two that Levine. Well, the next, Le- the next one in line Levine would be Levine, Levine but Levine's not not going to be well enough to like, like Durant. Uh, he's not going right. to be playing. Well, so. maybe Jimmy then because he. Ma- He's maybe, out for about the same amount of time. So maybe you put Jimmy in as a starter. Well, he's he, 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 it, it depends. It depends on how much you want to respect the, the fan votes. I don't um, think that. I think they just it, it's up to yeah. Silver and whatever he wants. Like Jimmy yeah, feels it, right because currently on on rule votes it was you know Levine, Harden, Jimmy, and then Lamelo, Kyrie. Who you know, I mean, Kyrie could probably get in on a fan vote, although the. He doesn't deserve to be there. He's played like been playing for about fifteen minutes. C- c- there is no way Kyrie plays in the All Star game. Why not? Well, the coaches away game. The coaches aren't this away game. That's a good point. I don't think the coaches are going to pick him. I mean, uh, Cleveland's relatively Trumpy, so they're not going to care if he's not vaccinated. Sure. Um, look, if I was Silver, I'd just go all out chaos and pick Lamelo Ball as the starter. Just slot him in there. He, he he's the sort of player that's built for all star, right? He, you know the lobs, the stupid sh- behind the back passes, the like facilitating everybody else. I mean, it'd be a lot more fun than watching James Harden fail. Fucking yeah, sick, you know. Fuck yeah. I, I don't understand. If I was the the Nets, I would trade his ass to the seventy sixes in a heartbeat. Like, well, you yeah, know, he, he's going to pull another hamstring the first first round of the finals, like. At least Simmons, it, Simmons in the net system with Durant, where he like is clearly second banana and only has to do what he's good at. You do not have to score if 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 someone needs to score. We got this guy over here. That's all he has to do. You just do all the other stuff. Like man, if I was the Nets, I'd be I'd be shipping Harden and his dodgy hammies out in a second. I, I that does not make. I guess it, the only reason why you, is you that I wonder I'm, if Durant doesn't rate him. Well, that's the thing. Like, if Durant's like, I'd rather Harden than Simmons, then... But, you know, Durant's signed for another three or four years, isn't he, with his extension? 
he'd yeah. probably he'd probably get over it pretty quickly. If- but that doesn't matter much. I mean, yeah. Kyrie signed as well, and I, I, you know, you could see him getting off the getting off that particular train pretty quickly. Mm. I guess they're all just hoping that the 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 pandemic dies down and the uh, the mandates die off, and and everyone could he can come back and and peddle his bullshit again. Kyrie and Harden for Simmons, Tybal, Maxi, and Seth Curry. Why? Well, th- why th- th- those players can actually play? How about? Simmons for Simmons. Simmons. And he just goes back out and plays for the fucking 76ers because that wouldn't, seems to be wouldn't that more be and fun? more the most sensible way of, you know, if everyone just can just get over themselves, um, you know, that would be a, a fairly that, effective way of solving this issue. That would be the most hilarious NBA timeline if Simmons came back and just was like, you know, came back and was Draymond Green but a little bit more athletic and they won yep. a title, and everything was forgiven. What Simmons? No, no, we had no problems last year. However, yeah. I just and Simmons I says, "Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I had half a year off. I, I yeah. really freshened myself up. Team gave me all my money back. It was great." I do not. And think- to be honest, that's a that's that's a thing that people have talked about. I know Win, uh, Windhurst was talking about it, saying, mm. "Look, it's it, it's an entirely po- possible um, chain of events where." Where um, Simmons and the team get together and and the Sixers say, "Look, let's see if we can get you some of your money back, and let's get you out there." Yeah, uh, I have to give like Windhorse is not my favorite journalist and he's not my favorite podcaster, but he did a really nice uh, piece on Baines this week. Yeah, that was um, a really good bit. Yeah, because yeah. because like Baines is not a superstar. He's not. No. He's not necessarily – he's obviously a beloved teammate. If you look at the yes. players that have been retweeting that piece and going, hey, big fella, I hope you're okay and I hope you're going to get better. Um, but it was a good story. It was really well-researched. And, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I thought it was really nice. Yeah, it was – credit to um, – yeah, and I saw on the ESPN Australia New Zealand have a little a, their little version of the jump. Uh, which has Andrew Gaze and Leonard Copeland and a few other, I think, uh, uh, Kane Pittman, the Locked On Bucks uh, podcaster, um, is on there. And and Wendy dropped in for a video thing and he talked talked a little bit about his piece uh, on Baines. Because I remember seeing Baines at uh, the one of the, I happened to flip over to the NBL earlier in the week. And, yeah, is that a bull Sorry, now on the sideline, I was like, is that... Is that that's him. We had, no one's seen him for weeks, yeah. like months. And I was like, "No one's making a big deal out of this." But that, that I'm sure, I'm sure this is a bigger, a bigger thing than than, than I think it is. But uh, pretty much it was. Yeah. Well, even even after the Olympics, there wasn't really much. Like it was just like, "Oh, he hurt his back," and that was it. it. It was worrying because it was that kind of you know the family has asked for privacy sort of. Vibe, yeah, you know, which normally means that somebody is, you know, Michael Schumacher style, something really, really bad has happened. Yeah, well, especially when he didn't sign with an NBA team, at, like even for the veteran minimum or something like that. I was like, that's weird. Mm. Like, you know, it wasn't that long ago that Baines was smashing it for Phoenix. Like, yeah, um, big, big man role players for the minimum are sort of really valuable. Like. Big men on max contracts are not that valuable, but big men on the minimum that yeah. can do some shit is are, are really valuable players. Yeah, um, it was weirdly bad at the Raptors, but he was you know exceptionally good in the, the Suns the year before. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, it's 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 scary. I mean, it sounds like, it sounds like he kind of softened himself up with a big with a fall, and then the second fall, you know, a little bit like concussions. The second fall kind of kind of did for him in terms of you know bleeding on his spinal uh, spinal column. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, it was nice of Windhorse to write like a, a big feature article about about a, a fringe Australian role player. So. Um, yeah, but you know, well known, a well known and well liked. Um, yeah, obviously knew that he was well liked. Luke, he was uh, like that article was going to get a lot of traction in the NBA because of how well he was liked at all the teams that he'd been at. So yeah, um, and, and you know, he's played he played for some fairly high profile teams. You know, he's played yeah. for Spurs and the Celtics. Well, and, the, and the, your the, Suns and the Raptors. The, the storyline when Aiton was out and he was killing it was like. Should the Suns trade Aiden and double down on Baines? So, like, it was a bit of a joke, but yeah, it, it was an actual, you know, it was an actual idea. So, uh, Aiden's out at the moment, isn't he? For your guys, uh, and you're still winning. I think it's co. He might be out for protocols. Don't think he's okay. injured. So, yeah. Ah, all right, Doc. Well, I'm I'm champing at the bit to get into our um, best albums of 2021. Album of the year episode, the top fives. Um, so, it, it, I, have, do, I still have to point out that, that uh, Dr. Yerbo leads the wins pool by yeah, 19 what? wins. Yeah, I was going to say. 266, uh, uh, 247 for Bezo and 223 for Adam. Uh, so Adam's come back a little bit. I mean, not it, really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just like, yeah, everyone's about 20 wins apart. This is... Uh, uh, this is a little bit like the Western Conference. The, the one, two, and three are nowhere near each other. Yep. All right. Good chatting, Doc. Yeah. Uh, this was Ball's Podcast. Uh, we will talk to you again next week. See ya. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. I, I flipped out when I was going through the spreadsheet this week and I was like, we've been doing this since 2015. <laughs> no one stopped us. Did you have an existential crisis when you realised just how long we've that's been a, fucking doing this? That's a lot. There's a lot of, th- like, there's not many things in my life I've been doing nonstop, like, just about every week for seven years. So you've been married to the same woman for, what? Longer than an that. An extremely yes. long time. That's yes. true.